0: Life is easy When you're up on that mountain And you've got peace of mind Like you've never known But then things change And you're down in the valley Don't lose Hey child, you are never alone For the God on the mountain He's still God in the valley When things go wrong He'll make them right <clears throat> And the God of the good times He's still got in the bad times. The God of the day. He's still got in the night. We talk of faith when we're up on that mountain. But talk comes easy. When life's at its best It's down in the valley Of trials and temptation And that's when faith is Really put to the test For the God on the mountain he' still got in the valley when things go wrong He'll make them right And the god of the good times He's still got in the bad times The God of the day He's still God in the night For the God on the mountain He's still God in the valley When things go wrong He'll make them right And the God of the good times he still got in the bad times, <clears throat> the God of the day. He still got in the night, <clears throat> God on the
1: mountain. You know. This stuff is a lot easier to preach when you're not going through it. It's easy to preach on healing when everyone's healthy. It's easy to preach on God's provision and prosperity when you have a steady income, a 401k, and a healthy savings account. It's easy to preach... On love your neighbor when everyone's getting along. It's easy to preach forgiveness when your mate didn't leave you for a younger person, when your dad didn't beat you as a child, when your daughter hasn't been molested, or your grandchild killed by a drunk driver. It's easy to preach, train up your child in the way they should go, And when they are old, they will not depart from it when all of your children are serving the Lord. And it's easy to preach joy unspeakable and full of glory when you're having a mountaintop experience. But when your mom is dying of cancer and you don't know if you're going to be able to pay the bills your spouse has cheated on you, your son is an atheist, your daughter is a lesbian, and you've been in the valley for what seems like an eternity. That's when all of those messages are put to the test. Do you really believe them? When you come in and you hear all of those messages, and you hear what's being taught, do you really believe them? You see, there's an old saying that says, this is where the rubber meets the road. It really seems like I've been in this valley for quite some time. I can honestly say I've not questioned God. I've not been angry at God. Or even doubted God. And for that, I am truly thankful. I am more than I can say. But I forgot everything that goes along with being in the valley. I'm so tired mentally and physically. It's hard to focus at work. It's hard to focus when I'm trying to study God's word. And I find myself so emotional. A song will set me off. A message on the radio. Or even a drop piece of bacon will make me cry. Of course, that will make every grown man cry. Yesterday we went and seen, I can only imagine... And let's just say it hit a little close to home for me. I just knew that people could hear me trying to hold back the sobs as I was watching the movie. And then right at the lowest part of this valley. Let me get myself here, yes. Right at the lowest part of this valley, God gives me 1 Peter chapter 1 and verse 8 to preach. So let's go there. 1 Peter chapter 1, verse 8. Whom having not seen, ye love. In whom whom though now you see him not, yet believing... You rejoice with a joy unspeakable and full of glory, receiving the end of your faith, even the salvation of your soul. Having not seen, yet you love him. You know, I can just see Peter's humble amazement at this thought. You see, Peter walked with Jesus, Peter talked with Jesus, he witnessed many of Jesus' miracles. He was taught very intimately by Jesus, and yet besides Judas, he had the most horrendous breach of faith and the biggest failure of all the apostles. You can almost hear his humble amazement. You have never seen him, and yet you love him. You have never met him. You didn't walk with him. You didn't talk with him, and yet you have this love for him. Through all of your persecution, you still love him, and you trust him. And you have never even seen him. You see the word translated love here is the word agapeo. Which is unconditional love. It's the love of the will. I choose to love you. No matter what the circumstances are, no matter what goes on between you and me, I choose to love you. That's agapeo. I choose to love you. And see, this is the thing. Love and trust go hand in hand. Love and trust go hand in hand. had a minor catastrophe this morning my printer wouldn't print so I get to pull scripture up off of my phone so please forgive me for that first John I'm sorry John chapter 21 verse 15 Why don't we all turn there? Let's go back to uh, John chapter 21, verse 15. I want you guys to look at this. John chapter 21. You see, not long after 2115, not long after Peter had denied Jesus three times, Jesus confronted him and he confronted him with this question verse 15 so when they had dined, Jesus saith unto Simon Peter Simon son of Jonas lovest thou me more than these and he saith unto him yea Lord thou knowest that I love thee And he saith unto him, then feed my lambs. You see the word that Jesus asked Peter here was that word agapeo. He said, Peter, do you love me unconditionally? Would you love me in difficult situations? Would you love me regardless of what's going on in your life? But I want to point something out to you. Peter responded with a different word. He said, Yea, Lord, thou knowest that I love thee. Now this word translated love here is the word phileo. Jesus said, Do you love me unconditionally? And Peter, in his humble state, he had just denied Christ three times. He knew the old Peter, the, the, the 1.0 Peter, would have stood up and said, You gum right I love you. I love you more than all of these men. I will love you greater than all these men. But in this humble state that he was now in, he said, Lord, you know my heart. And I adore you. I love you as a friend. Hmm. Now, in verse 16, the same thing happened again. Jesus said, Peter... Do you agape-o me? And Peter said, Lord, you know that I phileo you. You know that I adore you. But something happened in verse 17 that I find interesting. He did some, Jesus did something just a little bit different. He said, instead of saying to Peter, do you agape, agape o me? He then said to Peter, Peter, do you filet o me? So twice he asked him, do you love me unconditionally? And the third time he asked Peter, Peter, do you phile o me? And notice what it says about Peter in verse 17. And he said unto him, Lord, well, because he said unto him the third time, lovest thou. It says Peter was grieved. I'm sorry. Peter was grieved because he said unto him the third time, lovest thou me. Peter had his feelings hurt because Jesus had lowered the word. He went from agape to phileo. He lowered it. And it says that it grieved Peter. To even hear Jesus say it that way, to look at Peter and to say, At the third time, Peter, do you fillet, oh me? And Peter was upset. Peter was saddened to hear Jesus, what he felt was lowering his expectations of Peter. And Jesus said, Whether you choose to love me unconditionally, Or you are fond of me. It doesn't change your calling. Feed my sheep. When you get a hold of this. When you understand what it means to love me unconditionally. When you choose to love me. Feed my sheep. And those times when you're just not feeling it. Those times when when you feel like you failed me. Feed my sheep. Feed My sheep. And you see, Peter was commending them and us for continuing to love Jesus and trusting in Jesus, even though we've never even seen him. John chapter 2 and verse 29, or I'm sorry, 20 and verse 29. Because you have seen me, blessed are those who believe without seeing me. That's what he told Thomas. He said, you you believe because you saw me. But blessed are those who will believe in me even when they haven't seen me. You see, there's a chain reaction that happens here. We believe the revealed written record of Jesus. And we respond to the prompting of the Holy Spirit. The more we believe, the more we love. The more we love, the more we trust. And the more we depend upon Jesus when we're going through trials and sufferings. When you love Him and you realize how much He loves you, then you put your trust in Him. And it helps you when you go through those valleys, when you go through those times of suffering. You cannot love Jesus without believing. And yet you cannot believe in Jesus without loving him. They go hand in hand. And so because you choose to love him, and you choose to believe in him even in times of great suffering it will rejoice it will it will result in rejoicing joy unspeakable and full of glory this literally the word unspeakable here means higher than speech When you live in constant commune with Jesus Christ, you experience a joy that is so divine that it is humanly impossible to express it. Have you ever been there? Have you ever felt that? So full of joy that you can't even express it? You don't have the words to speak it? When your only reasonable response is to raise your hands and to weep. Have you ever been there? You ever felt that towards God? That you just can't get the words out. There's no humanly possible words to express what I'm feeling. To express the appreciation. To express the love that I have for what God has done for me. and full of glory. This means full of the highest praise for God. We get the word doxology from this, which means an expression of praise to God, especially in hymns that are sung in a praise wor- uh, a praise service or a Christian worship service. The more you believe him, the more you love him, the more You love him the more supernatural love and joy that will be given to you beyond your ability to express that. Psalms chapter 4 and verse 7 says, you have given me greater joy than those who have abundant harvests of grain and new wine. Psalms 21 6 says, you have endowed him with eternal blessings and have given him the joy of your presence. Psalm 68 3 says, But let the godly rejoice, let them be glad in God's presence, let them be filled with joy. And finally, Jude 24 says, Now to him who is able to keep you from the stumbling and to present you blameless before the presence of his glory. With great joy. Hmm. Look at verse 9 again. I'm sorry, I got you guys still back in John. Receiving the end of your faith, even the salvation of your souls. Receiving the end of your faith. You are receiving right now, through your relationship with Jesus Christ, the salvation of your souls we have a constant present deliverance from the penalty of sin, the power of sin, the guilt of sin, the hopelessness, and the confusion that goes along with it. Listen, the point to this is with all the benefits that Peter has mentioned thus far in chapter 1, our salvation, our proven faith, our incorruptible and undefiable inheritance, our fellowship with Christ, our deliverance, and the honor that we will receive from God. You see, we have no excuse to lose our joy. We have no excuse to lose our joy. John chapter 15 and verse 11 says, I told you these things, and this is Jesus speaking. I told you these things so that you will be filled with my joy. Yes, your joy will overflow. All of these things. This is Peter's point in all of this. And I promise you, when I, when I got out of bed this morning, and I begin my study, I have felt such a heaviness, such a heaviness. I'm going through things I've never gone before. I've never lost my mom before, lost my dad, but this is different. This is completely different. And every time I go see my mom, it seems like she just slips a little farther away from us. But by the time I got to the end of this song, or the end of this message, I felt a joy. I felt a joy unspeakable and full of glory. will not you grab... A hymn book this morning, Heavenly Highway Hymns, page thirty. And my prayer, my I ask you this morning to be patient with me during this, to pray for me during this time. I'm, I'm going to be fine. I know that. I know that uh, I serve a powerful God. I know that the things that I go through are not personal. I know they're not um, singled out for me because most of us or many of us here today have gone through what I'm going through. You've been where I'm going. And every single one, whether you've lost your, your parents or not, um, we will all deal with that. And so just pray for me. Um, and, and pray that I know how to separate out between being a son and being a spiritual leader for my family. And where I draw the line. Let's do this a little different this morning. Let's stand to our feet and sing this. I want you to get some air in your lungs this morning. We're going to sing. We're going to
0: bellow this out. I have found His grace is all complete. He supplieth every need. While I sit and learn at Jesus' feet, I am free as free indeed it is joy unspeakable and full of glory full of glory full of glory it is joy unspeakable and full of glory Oh, the half has never yet been told i have found the pleasures i once crave it is in the joys within What a wondrous blessing I am saved From that awful gulf of sin (coughs) It is joy unspeakable and full of glory Full of glory, full of glory It is joy unspeakable and full of glory Oh, the half has never yet been told I have found that hope so bright and clear, living in the realm of grace. Oh, the Savior's presence is so near, I can see His smiling face. It is joy unspeakable and full of glory, full of glory, full of love. Glory, it is joy unspeakable and full of You the half has never yet been told I have found the joy no tongue can tell How its waves of glory roll It is like a great old flowing well Springing up within my soul it is joy unspeakable and full of glory, full of glory, full of glory. It is joy unspeakable and full of glory, oh, the hap has never yet been told.
1: Father, we thank you for this word today. God, I thank you for this word today. And God, I pray uh, for anyone here today that is going through struggles, that is going through trials. God, I pray they find this joy unspeakable. God, I pray that our love, our agape love, our unconditional love, God, that we serve you. God, we don't question you, but we trust you, God. I pray you give us peace. God, I pray that you give us comfort in those times, God, when we feel like the world is against us. God, I thank you for a timely word for me, God. God, I thank you that you sent Peter to come alongside and to remind me, God, that I have so much to be thankful for. So much joy that is uh, bound up inside of me, God. Joy unspeakable. God, help us to get a hold of this thought. Help us to get a hold of this, God, that we always have this joy, this joy unspeakable, those times that we just cry out in prayer and cry out and worship, God, without words. But you know our hearts, God, and you know where we're at. And now, Father, as we complete this service, God, I pray that you give us rest today, on this day. God, I pray that you give us opportunities to share what we've got, God, because we got a wonderful, wonderful thing. We have the cure for what they're ailing, and we thank you for that. And, Father, we ask all of these things in Jesus' very precious name. Amen. God bless you. Have a wonderful day.